Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines Podcast on Stitcher Premium. Use Fake Headlines for one month free. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free, like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. Welcome to my show. Science Rules with Bill Nye and so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for the whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 82. Hi, welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Me too. It has been a very long week. It has been. And I think because we had so much vacation time, like as soon as we got our new bank of PTO at work, we just started, well, I started just using it right away. And I've had lots of short weeks this in 2020. Uh, last, no, week before last was the, the first full week of the year that you had worked, like in its entirety. <laughs> right. And then last week you had a couple of days off and then... This week I had two days off. Yeah. And it still feels like a year went by. Yeah. yeah. What's happening with time? I don't know. It keeps on slipping into the future. Oh, man. That's really deep. Yeah. That's good. I think it makes really good song lyrics. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are. We've... Uh, I mean, 2020 is all about new experiences, new journeys together. And uh, Tiffany and I tonight made cheese out of nutritional yeast. 2020, anything's possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes when I have the hankering for mac and cheese, I just need to make it. Um, and we didn't have any actual cheese. And we didn't have any of the instant stuff either. No, no. So we made it up and it turned out pretty good. It did turn out really good. I never thought that I would have in my cupboard something called nutritional yeast, but here we are. I never thought about experimental cheese before in my life. (laughs) But look what we're doing. I know. It's amazing. Experimenting with cheese. It's going to be the name of my next book. (laughs) And I I hope that you guys stay tuned. It's going to be cheesy. Um... (laughs) I, we are just experimental cheese is going to be the name of our marriage book. That's what it is. <laughs> Did I mention that? Just kidding. I, we're taking little baby steps towards veganism. Just little baby steps. <laughs> we'll make a cheese, but we also had like these soy based protein burgers for dinner with provolone cheese. Yeah, uh-huh. we just we effed up the entire vegan experience. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> but that's what we do. <laughs> we, Tiffany and I are very complicated people and when it comes to vegetarianism and veganism, we'll th- we'll throw some actual cheese on top of regular on top of fake cheese. And we put mayonnaise on it. So <laughs> Did I forgot I glossed over the mayonnaise. Yeah. I didn't I don't I don't even think about what mayonnaise is. I just know it's something that has to be spread on bread. I don't even think about what's in it. Eggs and oil, man. I don't even think of it. I don't even think of it that way. <laughs> I think of it as its own naturally occurring condiment. I think about it as one of those things that I would probably shamefully just eat a spoonful of. Oh, I do. Uh, no, that's not I true. Abs- Tiffany is my, not true, Kevin well, Dillon. Tiffany, my I will say that when I'm scooping mayonnaise into like make tuna fish, 
and there's a little bit of mayonnaise left on the spoon, I absolutely have licked that spoon. Hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, that'll be one of the featured chapters in our new book. <laughs> Condiment uh, confessions. <laughs> that's right that's right (laughs) (laughs) we've got a whole series of books coming out uh experimental cheese condiment confessions (laughs) and um i'm sure there's a third one along the way by the end of this episode we'll yeah i'm sure yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) so but yeah so uh, (laughs) yeah i absolutely have looked have looked a mayo spoon but uh, yeah, I think of like to me, like I don't think about a mayonnaise being oil and egg. I think of it as being like somebody in like Vermont taps a tree and like mayonnaise just comes out, like the, the Hellman's Farms or you something. You think it comes from Vermont? I I, I would I would think Ben and Jerry's would be the <laughs> flow of choice in Vermont. Yeah, I guess you're right. Where would what state would it make sense that mayo came from? Like Florida? Probably somewhere in the south. Yeah. 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 Like, like Tallahassee. The, the <laughs> <laughs> Warm mayonnaise. I don't know, Are, though. That's oh, that's true, too. Perplexing. Maybe it's more of like a Midwest. like a uh, Maybe Arkansas. Okay. Don't you think they would just like... I, I don't like, know, tap a hen house and suddenly mayonnaise pours yeah, out. Yeah, like I feel like people like, in our, And then on the other side, there's like fried chicken because it's hot, you know, yeah. but like also, I don't know, there's a mixture of things that occur. <laughs> I don't know much about Arkansas, but I imagine <laughs> there is just like a river of Hellman's and people just get down and dip it and like take a little handful and splash it in their face. Like when the Augustus Gloop in the Chocolate River. <laughs> Uh, boy well this is fake headlines podcast you guys this uh what we've done is uh what we do every week is that uh, tiffany and myself we go out independently and we find a strange article online a strange headline and then we make up two headlines of our own so we each have three wacky headlines. That is correct. And then we, what we do, we don't know them ahead of time. Nope. I know what mine are. She knows what hers are. Mm-hmm. We will then pitch the headlines to each other. We will then goof around about what these articles may or may not be about. And then we will f- try to figure out which one is actually the real one. It's a fun game featuring mm-hmm. strange news. And real love. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Guys, Valentine's Day is on the 14th. It's like next Friday. We don't usually do anything about it. We well, sometimes we do. Sometimes we'll go and have a nice dinner. We went and we went to Outback Steakhouse once for Valentine's Day, like five years ago. I was more well. Oh yeah, it was probably five yeah, years ago. I think then. it was when, when we first moved to Buffalo. Right. That was like the the last time we were at yeah. Outback Steakhouse. It really was. It was like where do lovers go in Buffalo? Outback Steakhouse, yeah. just like any other city, Kev. <laughs> any other one. Oh, it's so romantic they 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 brought us an a uh, bloomin onion in the shape of a heart <laughs> it really did not like a like a romantic heart but like a human heart it you was didn't let me finish I, I, he, it was in the shape of a heart attack jeez uh. <laughs> so uh Friday is Valentine's Day, so if you enjoy Valentine's Day, go out celebrate. If it's just another day, go 
out, celebrate, enjoy a day of life. Um, or if you so happen to like to celebrate Valentine's Day on February 13th, enjoy that also. Yeah. Or w- once again. I love celebrations. Yes. That's, that's just what I'm all about. We are all about celebratory celebrations. Of days. And if you don't like anything, then happy nothing to you. Happy nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Although it's a bad phrase to say on Valentine's Day, happy nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what I got you last year? This is, I mean, this is going to sound bad, you guys, but uh, last year for Valentine's Day, I got you a block of cheese. Remember? (laughs) Speaking of cheese. Because (laughs) it was Havarti cheese, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Aldi's. It was from Aldi's because I love a bargain, but it was like, uh, they had like a line of cheese that had like rock lyric, um, names to it yeah and it was like another piece of my havarti cheese or something like that yeah (laughs) and it was a cheesy joke yes (laughs) i'm such a romantic how about some discount cheese i have a really important question how are we functioning adults because i feel like we are somehow allowed to be in existence unsupervised sometimes yeah also it does feel like we're doing wrong something wrong i you know i realize that as as adults uh we are frequently everyone everyone's just faking it till you make it like when you're a kid you're thinking like oh my parents they have their shit together they know what's up they know how the world works i go to them for wisdom and advice and then you become an adult and you're like oh they're full of shit yes i'm also full of shit Everyone around me is full of shit. <laughs> you're like a, you're like the, the you're like the uh, protagonist in Catcher in the Rye. I just realized, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> uh, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> Happy nothing. Happy nothing. Well, no, I agree. And I agree with you entirely because uh, over the last couple of years, I have had the realization that when I was a kid, my parents were the age that I am now and I am a fucked up mess. So I would imagine. How do they get anything done? Like, how did they deal with it? I mean, not to say that they are, but I mean, I come from them, so they must have some of these issues I have. <laughs> Let's just. This isn't all me. This isn't. I didn't just create this by myself like there was a little bit of this a little bit of this from mom and dad sorry folks but that's the way biology is right uh-huh. and uh like i'm like how did they i couldn't handle a kid right now no i went to them with all kinds of th- issues <laughs> you still do they, i still do and they were responsible for me and it was just like how did they pull that off like i am not cut out for parenting i guess is where i'm going with that <laughs> I'm barely cut out for an adult. Yeah, we are. We are just unsupervised. Is exactly it. Like this, is, and my job is a supervisor at a bank. I can't. I shouldn't be in charge of people. <laughs> <laughs> I've met other. Su- I've I've met supervisors at banks, and they should also not be in charge of people. So maybe you're among good company. It's like we're looking for a void that we uh, that we have to then fulfill ourselves. With our occupations and money, and well, it's more about the it's more about those sweet ducats, really. 
<laughs> I appreciate that you uh, threw out a Shakespearean term there. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's really... Well, uh, the, uh, <laughs> my only exposure to the word ducats is from a Cypress Hill song. So it's Shakespeare via Cypress Hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Kevin, so, you're going first this week, right? Yeah, let me uh, hit you with my three headlines, Tiff. Are you ready? Uh, okay. Okay, Tiffany, here are my three headlines for the week. Okay. Headline number one. Men are twice as emotional as women at work, study finds. <laughs> Men are twice as emotional as women at work, study finds. Headline number two. Visit the ER without leaving your home with these new connected machines. Visit the ER without leaving your home with these new connected machines. Okay. And headline number three, Cracker Barrel unveils vegan chicken fried steak. That sounds experimental. Cracker Barrel unveils vegan chicken fried steak. Vegan chick is what I'm going to put. Okay. okay. Vegan chick. Vegan chick. That was my uh, first AOL screen name. That's a lie. <laughs> Are you trolling out there? Yeah. I was like, I'm just a vegan chick. I'm just a chick out here. <laughs> out hey, here. big boy. Can I join this chat room? ASL. That was the lingo then. Oh. I was like, what's that? What did ASL mean? Age, sex, location. Oh. Not American Sign Language? Oh, people didn't ask you that? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you would get asked that on chats? Of course. That's... You go to AOL chat room and that's what people would say. I never... I ASL. Really? Yeah. That's so bizarre. Yeah. It must have been the name that gave it away that I was probably a female. Yeah, yeah. That's biz- That's so weird. What a weird era that was. Yeah. So Tiffany, a study, new study finds that men are twice as emotional as women at work. How's that so far out of realm of possibility? I don't, uh, I don't uh, think so. I didn't say it was. Yeah. Men are twice as emotional as I feel like. Um, I feel like there is a um, not a double standard, but like a a misconception maybe, or a a uh, sort of uh, what the, what, the, what the right word is I'm looking uh, for. Uh, stereotype yeah maybe? The stereotype, stereotype is the word you're looking for yeah. like women are hysterical at work and men are not they're like super cool yeah i don't think that's true oh i don't think so either uh i think that we each have stressors that affect us in different ways yes um i th- i mean i can only speak from my my experience you know what i mean mm-hmm. um I don't know. I I haven't really seen men or women express emotions um, mm. other than like normal workspace ones. Normal workspace emotions. N- <laughs> yep. Like happy birthday, Kyle. That's a yeah. proper workspace emotion. It is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, um, do you... Do you uh, I guess emotional can be interpreted in different ways. You think emotional and you think hysterical or upset like or kind of something that's, that's bad. Yeah. I, th- yeah, that's definitely where, where my mind went. And I'm trying to think of any sort of outbursts that have ever happened at work that I have been a part of. And I feel like they have been from men. 
Yeah, I have. Uh, I've certainly I've I've witnessed uh, you know men before uh, lose their temper yes, or yeah. um, you know maybe get a little bit more riled up. Yeah, I've had to fire people before, and uh, they the men have always been more way more emotional at it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like angry or kind of lash out in a way. Lashing out. Yeah. yeah. Lashing yeah. out. Uh huh. Hmm. I know. I know. Um. It's probably because of the way I do it. I have like a I have like a surprise cake. They think someone's going to jump out like a dancer or something. Yeah. I think it's like a celebration, and then it's just a person from HR handing papers to them. Oh, so it's kind of my fault in a way. I kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, you shouldn't set it up like that. No, I really shouldn't. I should think more about their feelings. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not being properly emotional at work. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Mm. that's true. (laughs) I think, uh, I know, um, myself as a, a female in the workplace, uh, I have to try to keep my emotions under wrap. I mean, I, I also, I'm also a little bit more of a hothead in terms of like, I have a hard time allowing unjust, unjust situations occur. Mm-hmm. So I, um, sometimes when that, that bubbles up, I have to walk away and go take some deep breaths. Um, just to like get myself back into a, state in which i can communicate properly mm-hmm. um because I, I mean i hate i hate to see either myself or others be mistreated yeah um and i have been in that situation before where i've i've had to really kind of keep my emotions under wraps and sometimes you know as a female um or a person who who deals with emotions in that sort of way i find that if I'm angry about something. Sometimes it comes out, uh, as water in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and yes. not because I'm sad, but yeah. because I'm so angry yeah. at something. It's like a, your body's, uh, easy way for it to get rid of some of that, uh, feeling. Yeah. Kind of turn like to kind of let the, some steam off, but absolutely more absolutely. of a solid than a steam. But I think that a lot of, uh, and you know, people I, I think there are other people who probably feel as i do in in a state where if you if you are female or identify as female like you have to keep that sort of emotion under wraps um you're not really allowed to be yeah that, you're not allowed to be emotional yeah there is a there is still a double standard for sure absolutely like you like a, like a woman who is um like a man and a woman acting the exact same way like someone would look at the man and be like, what a powerful, strong leader that man is. And the woman who who says the exact same thing, they'll be like, what a bitch. She's so bossy. Wow. What does she think she is? Yeah. <laughs> there is this. It's, and I've definitely seen that. Yeah. I've absolutely seen that. And I've absolutely seen. That permeates our entire world. Yeah. Pop, pop culture, politics, mm-hmm. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, you know, it makes it very challenging. It's unfair. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever. Uh, in our, do you think in our lifetime we'll get past that? I would hope so. That'd be nice to see, but I don't. I. I, I don't have a lot of probably uh, not hope no. in the human condition at this yeah. point. <laughs> I. I. Um. I don't. I don't force. I mean, I would like to be optimistic and say, yeah, eventually, yeah. men and women will be seen as equals, and all human race will be seen as equals, regardless of how they identify or how they are born or whatever. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. 
I think we'll get there eventually, but I think much like evolution, it mo- it moves very slowly. Yeah, and it's going to be mo- several generations until we're uh, yeah where we need to be, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like emotion. Like I don't, I try not to show any emotion at work because I don't want anyone. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know me at work. <laughs> like yeah, I, that's a lot of it too. Like I am not this person at work. I am. I, I joke around quietly, almost like how I was in high school. Like I would joke around with my friends. And I and I'd have a really great time, and we'd be we'd have a lot of fun. But um, like, I'm not someone at work that like likes to step out and be like the center of attention. I just want to exist and get paid and go home. I do not. Yeah. I don't care about anybody. I don't need any new friends. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's like let's do it survival mode. Yeah, you absolutely. I mean? It's your work mask. I certainly wear a yeah. work mask. Like I'm. I, um, I'm friendly with everyone as much as I can be. I, you know, if, if I, I'm not overly friendly with anyone either, you know, and unless like I actually cannot help myself sometimes and then I, I say something smart and then they think I'm funny and then we're friends suddenly and, um, (laughs) I can't help it if I'm cool. (laughs) I can't help that I'm cool. Uh, but you know, for, but I, I'm the same way. Like there's a certain little level of, of me that shines through yeah like on occasion me my my true self will shine through at work but like all of a sudden it falls flat because we're funny and we're not surrounded by people with a sense of humor like ours yeah we're, we're around boring bankers for one but um also like i don't want to be like i i feel a need to want to be taken seriously at work like i don't want to be considered like the goofball guy yeah and uh so if i was like how i am on the show at work i feel like it would be i don't know i feel like there'd be too much folk like too much in, in the spotlight in a negative way yeah how, like this guy doesn't this guy does not take the job seriously how Ugh. smart is this guy yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's almost like a I don't know, not a double standard, but it's like you, yeah, you just, you're pigeonholed and I want to be pigeonholed. Yeah. Because uh, there's already enough of that happening in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and at work. Absolutely. Uh, Do you ever have anybody make like a, like an outburst at work, like an emotional outburst of like, of either anger or sadness or anything like that at work? Yeah. I, I know when I, I, um, I was in a training class with someone and, and this person spoke out about something and it was almost like a rageful passion no and it it wasn't the most pleasant environment to be in Mm -hmm. and it was a male and it it was it was a little uncomfortable Uh, he kept his job i mean ultimately i think he uh moved on to uh not CEO. work <laughs> at the this place anymore but i you know in that circumstance like i was like hmm. taken aback at the forceful rage that was behind it you know what i mean like yeah. I, I immediately saw like oh this is a scary person who probably gets set off pretty quick yikes and uh they weren't in a position of any authority there were they they in in regards to me, no. Okay. Uh, they were in a training class with me, but okay. they were hired as a supervisor. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I remember a guy um, in a training class, and this made me think of that, where it wasn't as, uh, it wasn't violent or anything, but it was a man that looked like Tony Clifton, the, the, the alter ego of uh, Andy Kaufman. 
Except for minus like the sky blue tuxedo coat and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, ruffled collar. But um, he was an older guy and was a, you used a, comp- you used a computer at work because it's, you know, the modern era. Um, so he did not have some, he, he was an older, so he missed out on like some of the more exposure to computers probably right so he didn't Uh grow up and have them in school and whatever i'm I'm guessing because in the training uh he was having trouble and the person was like the teacher was like well we gotta do is right click and he goes right click right click all you ever do is somebody right click oh and i was like wow i mean that that's the direction man you gotta right click dude that's general frustration. It's misdirected frustration. It was. It was. And I, I think that the emotion that maybe is found in the study, going back to your article, is that maybe the study has found that external emotions have been portrayed more in the workplace than uh, female emotions. Yeah. I think for the most part, if we... Um, you know, if women want to be taken seriously, we, we have to keep that under wraps. We have to keep, um, any sort of weepy feelings that we may have Mm. under wraps because otherwise people are not going to take us seriously. Yeah. That's so, it's so screwy. Yeah. It's so screwy. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's the way it is. And we know that, um, unfortunately, I mean, we do get paid less and that's just a proven fact. Yeah. So, and, you know, we have to work harder. You know, we, we were not given the same as everyone else. Right, right. So, so if that power of, of, uh, you know, might be threatened in any sort of way, maybe that sort of emotion, um, of the opposite gender shines through in it in a different way. I don't know. I would like to just right click on the situation and make it better. <laughs> Thank you, Lovey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a. Um, I think people just kind of have this uh, misconception that. Uh, but I find too that even like, um, like I've heard this from people at multiple places I've worked, where both men and women have said things to me when, and it always surprises me when women say this to me, but they will be like, if there's some kind of scuttlebutt in the office, a woman will say something like, well, this is what it's like when you work with a bunch of women. And it's like a woman saying that to me is so like, and it, and it happened and it's happened a lot because there's always scuttlebutt in the office. Right. But uh, I'm always so perplexed by that. And when a guy says it, I'm like, Oh, you know, uh-huh. You shouldn't say that. Like, that's not, uh-huh. you know, but you almost get it because you're like, well, you're a dumb douche. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, hear. yeah. But like a woman saying that you're like, oh, come on, man. Like you, you can't like, like I feel worse when they say that. Yeah. It almost seems like you can't just do your fellow person like that. Yeah. Like you're just perpetuating this stereotype <laughs> and shame on me for not being more vocal about it and shutting it down too. Mm-hmm. Even, even if someone's making a joke, I just kind of brush it off and move on because I'm, I don't want anybody to see my emotion. Because truthfully, the honest thing to do is, it, the, honestly, the only thing that you want to do is just not ruffle feathers. Yeah, sure. Like, you just want to be like, okay, let's just glide yeah. past this situation. And you have to choose your battles. Well, that's true, too. That is true. What Work is complicated. Life is complicated. Life is, like, I'm, not is pre- so- I can't, I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. I don't have the skills to, to deal with these complications. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want a podcast with one other person, you, and that's it. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> uh, guys, if you have any wacky work stories, uh, email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. We'll read them on the air if, if you send them in. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear uh, more emotional people. I... Honestly, in my memory, I can honestly think of more situations where I've had men become overly emotional or overly defensive of certain things mm. um, than women lashing out mm-hmm. um, or being emotional about certain things. I don't think I've ever seen like women cry just for no good reason. Yeah. Definitely. Or, yeah, definitely. The, I, th- I would agree with that. Yeah. Like most of my career, I've had uh, women in leadership roles that I would report to. Uh-huh. Uh, bosses, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I've never um, questioned, like the fact that they are women never was a an issue or something it was thought of or I was never like... You know, oh, you're acting. You know what I mean? I guess it's just, it's just so. You're acting like a real bitch right now because you're in charge. Yeah, like if I ever got yelled at at work, like I absolutely deserved it. Like I, never <laughs> right, like, right. You know, like yeah, I never like was like, oh, look at her, what's her problem? Yeah, like that kind of thing never crossed my mind. Where I'm, where I know I've heard people say things like that about their managers at mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's as it a way to you know shift the blame or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's effed up. Yeah. The world is effed. The world is effed. <laughs> yep. Huh. Hey, let's move on to another effed up situation. Yeah, headline number two, as we call it. E- er allows you to hook up yeah. things to yourself. Visit the er without leaving your home with these new connected machines. That's real weird. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, would you... Uh, I don't understand what the machines are. Well, Tiffany, imagine that you needed an MRI on your arm. And you could place your arm in something. And the uh, doctors would be notified right away what's going on. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to pay for... Where do the machines come from? Well, you may have to buy one or lease one, perhaps. And you just have it laying around? You just gotta you use it, yeah. Fuck that, no. Pass. Yeah. You wouldn't use any sort of no. home home tools? Nope. What if it saved you money? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I would be kind of scared by home... I would be skeptical. Doctoring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, unless there's a doctor walking in with a tiny little black bag and a stethoscope <laughs> in hand. I don't want any doctoring at home. Yeah. What if they brought like a machine to you? Maybe that's part of it. Okay. What if they, you, they came? I believe in home delivery, yes. <laughs> you would you would Amazon Prime yourself a doctor. I would Instacart the, the doc. <laughs> Your doctor will be here within Insta-doc. one to two hours. Instadoc. Yeah. I mm-hmm. would do that. Um, I'm bleeding out. Is that a problem? Your wait time <laughs> is... Three hours. Okay. Please hold your can hold your front facing camera towards the area of your body that's bleeding. Our <laughs> doctors will diagnose right away and this and decide whether or not they need to be there within one to two hours, two to four hours, or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Our regular business hours are Monday through Friday. <laughs> Eight AM. To 5.30 p.m. If your accident falls outside of our accident time coverage, 
please feel free to dial 911 <laughs> and drive yourself to the hospital. <laughs> you may want to partner with Uber instead because it'll be cheaper than an ambulance ride. <laughs> oh boy, isn't life fun? <laughs> you know, I just noticed uh, this is a coffin. Yeah, this yeah. This, this little box that um, holds our recorder, it looks like a clear plastic coffin. Ah. Press two for clear plastic coffins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> Let's hope it's a long time before this little recorder has to go into that box permanently. Yeah, that's true. It's still got a lot of life left yeah, in it. Yeah, mm, you're you going. It. You got this. Your little this. spring chicken recorder. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, so home doctoring and home like uh, home doctoring, like mobile sort of mobile X-rays and stuff like that. You know, would you mobile X-rays make sense to me? Yeah. I mean, and I suppose it's possible. I mean, I, on the other hand, am not upset over the idea of a house call done by a doctor. I, I, I think that. Um, it's definitely something that was so common, right? For so long. Yeah. And then I think, I think probably what well, was the late seventies, maybe in the eighties is when the monetization of hospitals and stuff like that and insurance kind of became a bigger part yeah, of our culture. I think you're right. I think definitely something changed within uh, the last 30 or 40 years, I think. Yeah. Because before that, people were like, oh, I'm sick. I guess I'll go to the doctor. And now it's a little bit more uh, challenging. Yeah. No one made, had to make a choice back then, did they? They just went. R- right. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. You're sick. You go to the doctor. You're sick. You get medication. Right. Um, now it's like, uh, do I eat and pay rent or right, right. do I get this medication? I don't know. And then like talking to my parents, like insurance like would cover everything. Like you, you had insurance like in the sixties or seventies for like the dentist, you went and had teeth pulled and this and that done. And, and you, you weren't paying extra. And you, yeah. You're, you paid monthly and then or for your premium and that kind of covered what you had done. Yeah. Now it's just like you pay monthly and then when you go to the dentist, the insurance will then pay 20% of this. Uh-huh. 15% of that. Mm-hmm. You got to meet this certain a number before they'll pay this part. And you can only see certain ones. It's so f- complicated. I, d- I don't understand how we let it get so far. It's like rent in New York City. Like, how yeah. did they let it get so out of hand? How did that happen? And we'll never reel it back in. It's just too late. Like, yeah. the, the horse is out of the barn, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like, and now it's like, well, we can never live in New York. No one can afford that. <laughs> and there goes that dream. <laughs> you know? And if you can, well, you were probably born there in, in that apartment in which your, no one has ever left <laughs> that rent control apartment that eight generations have lived in <laughs> it's a real grandpa joe situation and there's people struggling to make ends meet because of medical bills yeah you know and it's just like uh you know n- not to get super sad but uh this week was the anniversary of my dad passing mm-hmm. and while he was alive his medical bills were just staggering for and it was and he had to dip into his retirement to pay mm-hmm. for services to stay alive and That's medications just, and medication to stay alive and to be able to live and not be in constant pain and immobile right it's like how can that be yeah like what the fuck happened <laughs> <laughs> you know 
They it's, did away with home. Uh, they did away with home doctoring. Home, home doctoring. And it's time to bring it back. Power to the people. We're going to do it. We're going to bring it back. And bring that medicine. And bring, we're going to home deliver that medicine. Yeah. And MRIs and x-rays. Yeah. And maybe some dental work at home. I feel like uh, with the technology that we have now on our, our phones and stuff, uh, we there's no uh, reason why there shouldn't be accessibility to portable x-ray yeah sort of machines that even on a like you like a small scale mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um i mean maybe there are i don't know i don't what do i know about sure. emergency care and what happens when they go to like a, an accident or a scene of a crime or something you know what i mean where mm-hmm. there's you know someone might have an injury somewhere that's unseen on the outside right and they have to bring like that heavy lead bib to put over them then do the x-ray yeah they you, you know they come to an emergency scene and they have to do an x-ray so they bring like an entire wall situation so that they can all stand behind the lead wall yeah cover up anything important that's on your body like your reproductive organs right. go stand behind it take a picture come back say you're all good everything else is okay they're like doctor the patient died while you were building the stupid wall <laughs> stop building walls <laughs> stop building walls you guys yeah i could imagine there'd be like some kind of like iPhone attachment a doctor would have that could do like an x-ray or take like a... Right. Because in, in thinking of like the Apple Watch is like this very sophisticated device that mm-hmm. people have like had their lives saved because it's detected like a strange heart condition because of the beats and stuff like that. It's just... Uh, I think we're to that point now where, where maybe things are going to be more equitable or even. Um, you know what I mean? You can start to get information from your watch and things like that. But people don't want to be connected and share their information. Right. I say share my information. Take my information. You can only improve with my information. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) (laughs) You want to hack into my bank account? Do it. Help. I need your help. (laughs) Just throw more money in there. Don't take out what little is in there. Just... Just, you know, maybe throw a couple extra dollars in there right. every couple of days. Right. Please steal my identity. You can only do better than what I've done with it. I mean, help. If it if it makes you feel better, pretend I'm an Arabian prince. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. And you're saving lives. <laughs> Mine and my cats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's interesting. I, I, could, I like this idea of like, it's kind of like how how Uber kind of uh, came along and it, be, and it became this, it kind of democratized uh, the travel industry. Taxis. Ta- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It gave you a, a, you could cheaply kind of, but although Uber, as we've talked before, Uber has not turned a profit yet, but uh, they will <laughs> eventually. They're on course too. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. Oh, Uber. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's so much money involved in medicine and doctoring and uh, insurance that if we could create something outside of this that could we could take care of each other with and maybe, you know, you, there could still be profitable, but just in a different manner. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe um, redirecting the idea of urgent cares. Yeah, yeah. To maybe a home um, checkups. Yeah, it's, uh, it seems like the next evolution, doesn't it? Like the e, we had this giant building the e, with the ER, and uh-huh. then we're like, "Don't come here. Go to this place. It's closer to you." Yeah. And now we're like, 
just stay where you are we'll come right to you yeah yeah that makes more sense because it seems like you know if if you go to an emergency room or uh, an urgent care especially right now uh flu season is quite Mm -hmm. high and it's real rough this year so if you go and you think that you have the flu and you don't have the flu Maybe you contract it because you were in an emergency room surrounded by people with the actual flu or different strains of it. Right, right. So if you were to stay in your own home, I mean, I suppose that the doctor could be a carrier of that, but wouldn't they be a carrier anyway if they were seeing different patients? Sure. right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they could keep the contaminants to a minimum if they just had one person... Um, who was exposed to different elements who maybe has a higher immune system because they're around all this stuff all the time versus all these sick people gathering in one place. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think you might be right. Maybe there's something to that. I think there is. But as far as buying a big stupid medical machine and keeping it in my home, yeah, it seems. That's, it, I'm not doing that. It seems That's impractical. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Unless it's like, well, this have to be a big machine. Maybe it's maybe it's like some kind of attachment that goes on your phone or something. And you could have it for your family, and you could quickly be like, "Oh my god, do I need to take go? To the, do we need to go to the emergency room?" No, nope, looks like your bones okay. Our workplace kind of already has something like that, where it has like the it can ask you like a series of things and find out what doctor you want to go to, or ask your doctor for a medication. What do you mean? Teledoc. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's already kind of a thing. Right. So. Yeah. But the device part, though. Yeah, it's the device part. That's a new thing. I don't want the device part. You don't want the device part? I think if you had, like, a family, maybe it would be something worth having. If you were, um, I don't know, if you if you were a family, maybe you would want it and had kids. Maybe you would want something to be able to quickly scan your kid. Yeah. To, because it is difficult to try and get kids into a car seat and yeah. then if you have more than one right oh brother right if you just scan your kid and then there's maybe there's a taser built into it where you could just be like all right knock it off well um tasers and then also barcodes uh straight out of the womb <laughs> yeah well we, we microchip our pets why not our kids no one's gonna steal your social security number if it's barcoded on your body <laughs> right far too difficult yeah just get just get it right <laughs> think of how identity theft is gonna plummet yeah it's like you, you have it tattooed across your belly like thug life yeah but it just says it's like your social security number yeah so when you go to the airport you have to show it to yeah. the TSA. And then they scan it with some lasers. They That's perfectly scan. fine on your body, I'm sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they go behind a, a, a lead-proof screen while sure. they scan you. But exactly. Of course. <laughs> They're wearing uh, lead smocks and yeah. l- uh, lead riding pants. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to be real strong to be one of those employees. You really do. It's, it's like wearing a spacesuit, really. It's like 30, yeah. pa- 30 pounds of lead. Yeah. A spacesuit in, in space. Uh uh, fighting fires like it's a <laughs> right it's not only an astronaut suit it's also a fireman suit it's very complicated they had some old suits laying around they just kind of threw a, a new thing together and then covered it in lead and chains because you know it looks <laughs> badass right <laughs> and someone used to have a part-time job at medieval times it just they had the right elements yeah medieval times worked. and hot topic <laughs> 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 A chainmail wallet chain. Yeah, with piercings. With piercings. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, if I worked there, I would have a chainmail wallet chain with like a giant, like uh, 
like chicken bone on it. <laughs> like just pull it out and eat and chomp on it. Oh, gross. <laughs> like a turkey leg. That's, that's disgusting. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this last one. Yeah, so Tiffany, headline uh, number three, uh, the Cracker Barrel is unveiling a vegan chicken fried steak. I forget that the Cracker Barrel is a place. I do too. It's not like, like every time we go buy one, it is packed. There's always cars there at the Cracker Barrel. Where do we go buy one? Well, we used to. We're at our, where we used to live previously. Oh. oh, yeah. I guess we would drive yeah. by that one a few more times. But it's always packed. Uh-huh. And but isn't it because of its proximity to the highway and then also uh, hotels? Probably. I think uh, I think most of them are near highways, right? Yeah, I think so. Because that's the only reason why people would go to them, I think. Yeah, you're going to go out of your way for a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Not unless you have a real hankering for um, weird gravy yeah. and undercooked food. Uh, Tiffany, we, we did go to a Cracker Barrel once, like maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. I had we- like fish or something yeah Tiffany. well i think you had a hankering for breakfast food yeah that's all i wanted it was we were, it was dinner time it was like a friday night we're like let's where can we get breakfast food for dinner and we thought cracker barrel because it seems like a place that would have something like that yeah we were sorely mistaken yeah <laughs> turns out it's denny's yeah we should have gone to denny's or ihop also two options that were equidistant and available in the house of pancakes or whatever that is yeah what we're trying to say folks is we did not Waffle do a good house. job searching the internet for what was available <laughs> we had all of these other places it is not the cracker barrel uh but we also discovered that night that the cracker barrel restaurant and the cracker barrel cheese company different totally different totally different how can that be i don't know that's confusing i also like the cracker barrel because uh, the name of the restaurant is also a great description of what most people look like that eat there. They wear barrel suits? They look like Cracker Barrels. <laughs> What's a Cracker Barrel? I don't know. I'm imagining just barrel-shaped people oh, going to and fro. The but restaurant. they wear barrel suits. But they do wear barrel suits in there, sure, of course. Yeah. You want to be comfortable when you're eating uh, chicken fried steak. You want to have enough room that... You want to have the kind of room that only a barrel can afford you. Yeah. And not like a restrictive shirt. Like, who wants that? <laughs> you don't want those buttons pulling apart. <laughs> not a shirt. No. You need you need to have everything just free. Yeah. You need to let gravity take its course, and you need to have a shield of protective wood around you. Almost like an MRI wall. Right. And uh, this barrel could also double as that whole full body scan for when you have your MRIs. <laughs> exactly. At home. Just, we should just all start wearing like Bluetooth barrels. Connected <laughs> barrels. <laughs> Bluetooth barrels. Bluetooth barrels. Yeah, it's got to be connected. You got to be able to, <laughs> the data that it's collecting, it's got to be able to get somewhere. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so that's the only way, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think like uh, like alternative foods or like uh, vegetarian options, do you think they would be a hit at Cracker Barrel? No. I think it would be a tough uh, tough call there. Yeah. I think I think that the, the demographic of people that go to Cracker Barrel are probably ones that enjoy like quote unquote like traditional food, maybe aren't yeah. willing to go out on a limb. Like comfort food. Comfort food. Yeah. yeah. Traditional comfort food that right. involves 
just meat and potatoes. Right. Fried um, stuff and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Like open face sandwiches with gravy on it. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be right. I don't know if people really are really want to step out of there uh, and try something different like mm-hmm. that. I did read recently too that like uh, in Canada the um, Tim Hortons franchise. I think it was Tim Hortons, right? They they did have uh, like a Beyond Burger sausage breakfast sandwich. Yeah, that they are discontinuing because of poor sales. That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Yeah, like I don't know if it's just the demographic or if it's people people just aren't ready for it or or what. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean maybe uh, maybe uh, it's just not something that people prefer. Yeah. Right. Although, although I had okay. one at Dunkin' Donuts recently and it was delicious. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. That's so like we'll 18 just grams of protein. It's fills you up, man. <laughs> just ask Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I've seen those commercials. <laughs> I, would be, I would be willing to try like a chicken fried steak if it wasn't chicken. If it was like a fake steak. That sounds up my alley. So a chicken fried steak is chicken that's flattened into a steak form and breaded right with gravy on it i think it's just steak with like a fried steak but with like chicken fried like whatever you would put on to make fried chicken oh i think it's like a steak dipped into it chicken fried steak it should just be a fried oh, steak right okay i don't i don't know i don't think i've ever had it yeah i think chicken fried stuff isn't necessarily chicken i think it's just the it's just fried like chicken yeah i think that's why they call it that <laughs> Does that seem weird? You can just call it fried. We we kind of understand what that word means. Yeah, you got to throw the word chicken in there. <laughs> right. It's like you wouldn't call chicken steak fried tofu. Tofu. That's <laughs> very confusing. Chicken like, fried sto chicken chicken fried tofu. <laughs> that sounds confusing. Yeah. But like also ch- delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's confusingly delicious. That's I like breaded one. things like mozzarella sticks. Give me some of those. Yeah, you could bread anything, even bread. Yeah. Imagine a slice of Sara Lee honey bread in there. <laughs> be delicious. Deep fried. Is this must be an experimental thing that they're trying at Cracker Barrel, right? Like they're. It's not across the board for all of them. It's just in maybe a particular region. Yeah, it's like when they roll out like a thing to see how if it's going to be successful or like, kind of like a test. They market. roll out the barrel. Roll out the crackers. Uh, hey. The Cracker Barrel. The crack brought to you by Cracker Barrel. <laughs> fake headlines, but use offer code Fake Headlines in the Cracker Barrel gift shop for absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for that uh, favorite, live, laugh, love <laughs> item that you just cannot pass up. You will get twenty percent added on to the retail price of any <laughs> live, laugh, love product by mentioning Fake Headlines podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's a, a role. It hasn't rolled out nationwide probably. Yeah, I think it's being tested to see if it would go, but I think people will, would dig. I think people are probably off put by it, but I think people would dig it because really the, the, it's just about the flavor, right? So it doesn't really matter what the, what the, if, if that it's not steak. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, for some people, I think they would feel that way, but maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I think like what you said, people probably aren't like thinking like, what's the best nutritional value at, uh, let's go to Cracker Barrel. What's the healthiest thing I can get yeah. here? Oh, how about this chicken fried steak? <laughs> but I don't think anybody's looking for healthy options. If you've, if you've gone to a Cracker Barrel, 
you are eating your feelings. You're not going yeah. there for any healthy health reasons. Yeah. My favorite part about being at the Cracker Barrel is that it makes me feel like home. Like, yeah, because it is decorated like it would be at my dad's house. Yeah, it's like an old farmhouse feel to it with a bunch of old stuff around country feel to it. A few creepy pictures. Yeah. <laughs> a couple guns hanging up on the wall. Yeah. You know, just like home. The usual. Just the normal. That's that's exactly it. It just feels like home when I'm there. When you're here, you're family. Oh, that's the Olive Garden. But that's not my home. So. Also, guns on the wall. It's weird. What are they, what are they doing there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they have guns on the wall there? I don't know. It'd be funny if they did. <laughs> would it? <laughs> no, it would not be funny. Only if it was like a like a Civil War musket. Yeah. And then it really would feel like home because my dad has one of those. Yeah, he does. He does have muskets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the things I've learned. So, Tiffany, one of these articles is a real story from this past week. Which one do you think it might be? So, we've got emotional men. Emotional men. We've got ERs at home. ER at home. We've got Cracker Barrel vegan style. Right. Hmm. I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. Men are twice as emotional at uh, work, study yeah. finds. Yeah. Uh, well, you are correct. That is the real story. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's from the mirror.co.uk. Men are twice as emotional as women at work, study finds. Uh, the workplace is, uh, this is the article here. Uh, the workplace is where a lot of us spend most of our time. So it's not surprising that colleagues and the work environment can have a massive effect on our emotional well-being. New research has put a lens on the various emotions we experience in the workplace as 2,000 UK workers and 250 managers opened up about what gets under their skin in the office and how they express their emotions, if at all. In collaboration with Total Jobs, a study by Anglia Ruskin University has revealed stark statistics on the workplace behavior of men, women, and millennials. The oh, interesting. Yeah, the findings show that many of us are being emotionally triggered by our 9-to-5s and made to feel a variety of emotions. Described as the big six, researchers found that work environment either brings people joy, surprise, anger, sadness, disgust, or fear, but the biggest cause of these is not the work itself, as you would expect, but it is because of their colleagues. Hmm. There also appears to be a gender divide, which further complicates this. Statistics indicate that men are more emotional in the workplace than women, but also remark that women are more likely to experience stress and frustration while on, while on the job. Probably because they hold it all in. Right. Men tend to be more emotionally invested in their projects than women and experience negative feelings if they've missed a deadline or go over budget. Men also found, were found to be twice as likely as women to take criticism to heart or to get upset if they feel their ideas are being ignored, with 43% resorting to shouting in a bid to blow off steam. Because we're used to it. <laughs> right, right. Men are also more likely to take drastic action fueled by emotion, being 20% more likely to quit a job when times are tough than women. Uh, Dr. Terry Simkin from the university explains men are more likely to report experiencing emotions associated with power, such as anger or pride. Mm -hmm. In fact, emotions and power are inextricably linked. Uh, the data also shows that, uh, that one in three of us hide our true emotions at work instead of, uh, and instead opt to put uh, on a happy face instead of confronting our negative emotions. Ah, see? Yeah. Yeah. That's, we, that's it's the mess. Absolutely me. 
Uh, these results are shocking, but not surprising, as a study also finds that 30% of line managers think that expressing emotion at work is a weakness. Yep. And 51% think that the workplace should be free of all expressions of emotion, whether positive or negative. Yeah. That would make sense, considering mm-hmm. how most managers act. Yeah. We had, um, unfortunately, uh, uh, around Thanksgiving time, we had a coworker who passed away. And... Uh, my boss, who is a woman, she was like, I, you know, I broke my one rule. I cried at work, mm. but I feel like this is an exception. Yeah. And, um, Ugh. like even that's your rule. That's terrible. Well, isn't that terrible yeah. that even in a time of sudden grief, you feel bad for crying at work? Yeah. That's not right. That's not right. You know what I mean? Uh, millennials are having a hard time in the workplace too. Uh, as ninety-one, there are millennials are having a hard time in the workplace too, and are ninety-one percent more likely than any other group to experience sadness and anger at work, and eighty percent were more likely to feel disgusted than other generations. But they don't discuss why. Uh, it says Dr. Simkin blames this on identity issues. It can be challenging for young people to develop an identity that's congruent with their professional role. They may experience fear of failure, fear of success, and fear of not fitting in. I wonder if part of that has to do with the fact that um, maybe with the, well, I guess not even millennials, but maybe I think about maybe our parents' children. Mm-hmm. So like anyone that's like me or you, you know, okay. maybe <laughs> it's like, I was like parents, children, what does that mean? Oh, us <laughs> like, you know, thinking like generation X millennials, yeah. the, the children of the boomers essentially. Yeah. Um, they, the boomers had a different upbringing, you know, there was still that time of you grow up, you get a job, you keep that job mm-hmm. until you retire. Right. You, you know, settle down immediately um, and have everything already figured out mm-hmm. um, at a relatively young age uh, versus us where I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but, um, you know, we were encouraged to go get a college education, figure your life out, figure out where you want to go and all of that. So while given the liberty of exploration and trying to understand our identity and, and uh, figure that all out, um, not having so much structure to figure out where we might want to go. I think some people really struggle with that. I know mm-hmm. I, I struggle with that. Like yeah, I, for sure. I was Me like, too. okay, I, I go to college now. Now what? Now what? You know, same here. I think I'm the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I never like some people were like, like in their yearbook, were like, I'm gonna when I graduate, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be a police officer, I'm gonna be an accountant. Some people just know what they yeah. want to do with them, their lives, and wh- what they want to be when they grow up. But I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna be a lawyer. I want to be, you know, the CEO of my own company. And some people already figure that out. And then there are some people who maybe are like us, and maybe maybe there are more millennials that that relate to this. Um, feeling of of uh, not really having a, a sense of direction mm-hmm. because it, the job market is not as it was right. 60, 50 years ago right. where you had a job, you know, straight out of tech school or high school or college if you went mm-hmm. and you had it until you retired. Now it's a little bit more risky. Like 
you know, you work at a place and like like you, Kevin, you've been laid off several times. I've been laid off four times. Not out of and you know, and it right. hasn't been your fault. No, it's been uh, economic downturns. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. So maybe that's part of it yeah. too, is the cultural shift in in the um, uh, unforeseen. You know. Yeah, I uh, was thinking as you after you said that about the uh, layoffs. I've had like I've been out of college for twenty years, and I've had nine jobs. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's so many more than what your dad ever had. Right, exactly. I mean, one of them, when I was working for uh, Washington Mutual before they collapsed <laughs> and brought the economy down with them. Sorry, everybody. You made history, uh, babe. You uh, were part of history. I was a part of history. Guys, back in 2007, let me tell you, Eight. the housing market was booming. And oh, then yeah. in 2008, it, it turns out <laughs> we were giving people mortgages they couldn't afford and really screwing people over. <laughs> <laughs> it goes deeper than that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we really screwed the pooch. But um, I had nothing to do with that, of course. I was just a small cog in the wheel. I was just... Leave me out of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was there for 10 years, uh, and then I've had multiple jobs since. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, you're right. My dad was at Kodak for decades, and then before that, he was at Sylvania for all decades. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's just how things were then, right? Absolutely. But it's completely different now. Like, we are just searching for something, and I don't know if we'll find it, but... Fuck, it's fun along the way, though, isn't it? Yeah. We're having yeah. a good time. So it's less structure all around. It's less structure yeah. culturally and less structure uh, for those going into the job market for yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. But yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, I thought that was interesting. I just thought it was like an interesting article that... Uh, uh, it seemed like from our own... Uh, personal observations and experiences we found that study to be true mm-hmm. uh where men were a bit more emotional yeah um i think i've definitely uh seen um more more uh more men be emotional at work mm-hmm. like we said so yeah hmm. interesting interesting Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. So, Kevin. Yes, Tiffany. I have three headlines for you. I would love to hear them. Okay. Can I? Yeah. All right. Prepare yourself. I'm prepared. Hit me with those headlines. Headline number one. Vampire star system shows one star gorging on another. Oh. Vampire star system shows one star gorging on another. Maybe it's like a keto solar system. Yeah. Where it can only can eat planets. <laughs> and headline number two. Okay. Bring your best friend and prepare to be amazed. This cactus maze will have you going in blind. Oh my God. Bring your best friend and prepare to be amazed. This uh. cactus maze will have you going in blind. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the when you read it the second time amazed. <laughs> That's very good. Great job. Uh headline number 3. 
criminal dressed as old lady <laughs> unsuccessfully uses rascal scooter as a getaway car. <laughs> criminal dressed as old lady unsuccessfully uses rascal scooter as a getaway car. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's good too. You'll never catch me, coppers. <laughs> Three miles an hour forward. <laughs> they just reach forward and grab the giant flag that's hanging on the back. There's always a flag on the back. Of the I know, lesson. every time. <laughs> is it for safety or because they just are very proud? I wonder if it, what it is. Um, is it safety? I never thought of that. I, I would assume. I thought it was just being, I thought it was just being flashy. You know, those scooter, rascal scooter drivers. <laughs> They're so flashy. Oh, showing off their scooters yeah you know how they are so headline number one vampire star system mm-hmm. is go- was observed gorging on another star system yeah i imagine it's pac-man style <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would imagine it is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my impression of pac-man yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know that everyone at home got to hear the audio version of that impression, you but got, I saw the full package. You got something extra. Ooh. I did. Let's <laughs> well, yeah. not get crazy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's a packed man. Wow. <laughs> uh, wowzers. <laughs> There's uh, no Turkish tell there. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it, uh, he certainly doesn't need any power pellets. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like your Johnny Carson this episode's fun. <laughs> I feel like Johnny Carson was the last person to make Pac-Man jokes. It only seems fitting. Yeah, that makes right. <laughs> that makes right. That it's does right. make right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Wow, Tiff. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh... That's the name of my third book. <laughs> that does make right. That mm-hmm. does make right. I like your visual, though, of Pac-Man in this uh, universe uh, chomping situation. Yeah. It's like it's like you, you imagine this planet and it's just slowly absorbing like a trail of um moons that lead to the next one, the next planet. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? That's right. Uh so it's a it, the vampire situation, vampire planet, like it made me think of True Blood. Like I imagine like a real charming solar system like Bill Compton just charming another planet into letting it get eaten. Glamour glamoring that's what it was called wasn't it i call it charming yeah well there was a show called charmed that was involved witches different than vampires but yes (laughs) yeah why did i there were so many magical creatures on true blood they were buffied you know they were buffied they they were real angeled they were you know (laughs) (laughs) you're good at this (laughs) they were sabrina'd yeah. yeah, there you go. I got one out. <laughs> oh, man. I, this is... Uh, I like this. So, it was like a videotaped or video videotaped? Was it uh, like Yeah, a, they, uh, they took it back for space uh, exploration. They um, felt that instead of digital, they would take the, the full uh, film package to yeah. space to to videotape yeah, the that, whole Yeah, let's use a high videotape. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that, that kind of quality is what we need to archive... Uh, some amazing scientific uh, discoveries. It's the same stuff that they use um, when they uh, 
record Bigfoot or <laughs> yeah. Nessie. Or like a convenience store is a security footage. They want they want they borrowed a camera from the local AMPM. That's right. That's and right. It's all it in space. black and white. <laughs> it's like four frames a second, so it's real jagged looking. Uh-huh. There's a lot missing. We're not really sure what we're seeing. Yeah. Uh, it might not even you be d- a universe. I don't even know. You just fill in the blanks. You're like, ah, this is the best I can do. <laughs> There's like a you know how sometimes in like old films you'll see like uh like a quick flash where it's like insert frame here like yeah that kind of stuff's happening yeah 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right well this sounds like a terrible idea nasa but due to cutbacks it's the best they could do <laughs> this is what happens when you don't fully fund science folks do you do you think uh this planet has fangs <laughs> yeah instead of like uh, they're like mountains they're just like big fangs sticking yeah. off of it. yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> like a couple of twin peak fangs yeah exactly and then there's like lava shooting out they're volcanoes it looks like blood uh-huh it's very uh it's very vampire-y mm-hmm. i like that they call it vamp vampired like it just another... they just suck the life force yeah. right out of it <laughs> yeah just like uh work no. <laughs> uh, isn't it weird though? Like that, there's uh, like uh, it, happening in our world, in our universe. Like planets are getting eaten; they're blowing up; they're getting sucked into black holes. There's universes getting swallowed by other universes. Like, and, it, and we're just sitting here right now on a futon, recording a podcast. Like this is uh, it feels like we should be doing something. Should we feel like we're in danger? Yeah, like I feel like panicky now. <laughs> We're also hurtling around at like thousands of miles an hour, but we can't feel it. How does that work? <laughs> There's so much going on right now. It's confusing. Did you smoke a lot of weed recently? <laughs> like you just, you're really, these deep thoughts of like, how am I not freaking out, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly I get stoned a lot because my, my impression is straight to uh, like a 1970s Scooby-Doo situation <laughs> where... I assume that they all sound like Shaggy. They do. Mm-hmm. They yeah. absolutely do. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Kev, I don't know. We should be spinning around and freaking out right now. Well, gee, folks. best Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who this vampire planet really is. <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover. <laughs> shaggy. What are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you vampiring a planet? It wasn't me. <laughs> Why? I wish somebody would take an old episode of Scooby Doo and then replace Shaggy with Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the technological skills to do that, but if you do, yeah, I don't have the time, oh, that the, would be great. the time or know how to do this. If someone could do this for us, please do. Can we, one day we'll be rich enough where we can come up with these ideas and then force <laughs> right. someone with actual skill yeah. uh, to create these stupid things for us. Uh, the Dylans put up another wacky Craigslist ad Ooh. for some kind of animation work. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just get high and, and come up with new animation ideas. That's, nope, that's just how their brains no, are. That's just how they Completely are. Completely sober. They're screwed up people. They're very fucked up. Listen to episode 82. They'll talk about how <laughs> fucked up they are. <laughs> 
They had a podcast 20 years ago <laughs> before they became. I like that 20 years ago is when, or 20 years ago, 20 years from now is when we'll be able to afford to hire someone. <laughs> I know that's pretty bad. I'm going to be in my late nineties. I don't at, know. Hopefully at that point we can just project images straight from our brain. Yeah, exactly. But as soon as you think of an idea, it's, it's created and there's a video of it on your phone. That's how I want things to be in 20 years. I don't know. Some of that's kind of scary. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm really, now I actually am really paranoid now about what's going to happen out there in the world. <laughs> like we're just, uh, there's a lot of dangerous things happening around us all the time. I think it's important to remember that vampires are only real in space. <laughs> vampires in space. That's a new, a new made for TV movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining a vampire in a spacesuit. <laughs> but if they're already dead, they don't need oxygen. Right. You don't need a spacesuit. Vampires make the best astronauts. They probably would. Yeah. That could be like if they rebooted uh, True Blood or another vampire show, they should make it so... Set it in space. Set it in, like if vampires have integrated into society now and now they're our best astronauts. Yeah. And soldiers. Why we should keep this idea for yeah. ourselves. Vampires in Vamps space. Vamps in space. Vamps in space. We could we can do something with that. Yeah. Um imagine imagine the the space uh food that they would have. Right. Like they it would just be like a couple bags of blood. Yeah, but it would be separated by like a type A, type B, type <laughs> O negative. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, based on their preference. I mean, maybe each one has a little bit of a different spice. Right, right. That could be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like they're just, uh, they're like these uh, little packets of, there's like an astronaut vampire floating around in the capsule and there's like a, like a, a puddle floating of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that they still have astronaut ice cream, but it's like vampire made ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's for space astronauts. Yeah. I think I would like that. Vampire astronauts is what I meant to say. Vampire astronauts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what are what kind of flavors of ice cream there would be? Blood. Uh huh. Uh, blood. Uh huh. Uh, blood. And blood. <laughs> blood. That's extra O's. Blood, blood with clots or without clots? Um, I think if it's space ice cream with. Yeah, I think you want to have mm -hmm. clots in there. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, what do you think it looks like to have a planet eat another one? It's just all I got is. <laughs> It's very erotic. It is very uh, hot, yeah. So <laughs> is it getting hot in here or what? Hello. Are, are we talking about 69 planets? Is that what we're talking about? G yeah. 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 That's, and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> is that what it is? No, but it's, it works. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Weird Al version of 99 Problems. <laughs> I got 69 problems. But a moon ain't one. <laughs> stupid <laughs> i like uh i do i'm keep going Why back you guys listen to this, this is <laughs> yeah we're this is we're unsupervised <laughs> we're unsupervised adults we need someone to step in <laughs> we need like uh adult protective services to step in and just say like you two come with us you guys need to step it back from the microphone so, i was gonna try and make a two turntables and a microphone joke but i could not <laughs> it's okay sometimes you just have to tell me the premise and that's fine i don't you, 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 I like I like where your brain was going. It's fine.
again. <laughs> Where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I imagine uh, imagine it looks like a uh, like a pimento. Not a pimento. What is it? The, like a green olive with like the little red. Thing. Yeah, I think it's pimento. Is it a pimento? I think that's what the universe eating another universe looks like. Yeah. You know what's funny is I imagine those those kind of olives are like like they're the bratty olives. The bratty olives? Yeah, because they're just sticking their tongue out at you. <laughs> they're undisciplined. They need yeah. olive protective services to step in. Because <laughs> they need some discipline. OPS. Oh, you down with OPS? Yeah, you know me. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so th- I, I love, th- it's interesting that we live in a time when we can observe uh, through uh, telescopes and uh, video technology, tape, mm-hmm. uh, pl- like uh, the universe uh, getting eaten. But if that's <laughs> happening uh, <laughs> due to pay-per-view movies <laughs> in hotel rooms, we can see the universe <laughs> being eaten. Um, it, that, it is scary, though, because if that stuff's happening uh, millions of miles away, it, maybe it could just start happening here. Right. Who's to say that these are not a more common occurrence than we yeah. even realize? Right. Right. I mean, if the universe is ever expanding and in infinite, then this vampire planet must be vampire solar system situation is probably happening a million times over mm-hmm. all over the place. And it's only a matter of time before we're eaten by Bill Compton. So <laughs> Saturn Uranus I'm gonna eat you again You can't glam on me this time Look into my eyes Pluto You're eating Uh, Kevin do you want to go on to Headline number two Yes uh, Headline number two Uh Bring your best friend and be prepared to be amazed. A cactus maze. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a absolute nightmare to me. You're going in blind. Uh, do they blindfold you? Yep. Oh, what a glutton for punishment these people are. Yep. This is terrible. That's why you have a friend. So the friend is also is not blindfolded? That's right. Oh, that's like a... It's all about trust, man. It's like a corporate retreat from hell. No. I mean, you, I mean, if you, maybe you secretly hate this person and you just want to direct him straight into a, a, a bundle of paddle cacti. <laughs> Take that sucker. Uh, hard left. Oh, sorry. I meant right. Sharp left. Mm. Sharp left. Mm. All there. It's all a sharp left. So enjoy that. <laughs> Every direction is sharp in a cactus maze. <laughs> 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 so That's I imagine right. this has got to be somewhere in the south, right? Like in... Uh, I would say, yeah, south, the uh, desert, west, yeah. Yeah, where there's mm-hmm. multiple cacti. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, they grow other places, you know, Australia, Mexico. People have cactus plants. Africa. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Small ones. Yep. Uh, I don't like, I don't like this idea. I don't like, I don't know if I like mazes though, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like the ones that are on paper, That those are fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if I've ever been in a real... I remember being at like the, <laughs> the ones on paper that are nice and safe where yeah. I don't feel a, a <laughs> terrible feeling of entrapment. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I feel like I can get out of those. I can just flip the paper over and draw a circle. Yeah, done. Arrow, draw, and escape. Yeah, draw a straight <laughs> line that I walk across. Perfect. <laughs> I remember being at a fair when I was a little kid, and uh, there was like a like a I don't know if it was like a fun house type thing, but there was a there was a it was a part of some kind of fun house type thing that was there, and there was like a gla- it was all glass or maybe like plexiglass, like a maze, and that was and I didn't I hated it because I kind of. You know, you had to kind of keep a hand out in front of you because you would be walking into like the walls. Uh huh. I did not like that one bit. Yeah. That made me feel. I wonder if that had a. That may have had like a profound effect on me. Maybe. Feeling like uh, trapped or uh, not really sure where to go. Uh huh. Oh, that fucked me up. That lack of control and your. Bowels. Next step forward. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Bowels. Yeah, also. I, I pooped uh-huh. my pants while doing it. Oh okay. Um, yeah, that's it. That was a tough. That was really tough. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Ooh, that just brought back a lot of weird feelings. Ugh. I um, I equate it to that feeling that you get. Um, I, I like scary stuff. I don't like haunted houses. I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't like stuff popping out at me. I have right. that immediate reaction where I just want to punch someone yeah. uh, if they get too close in my bubble. Um, I'm also convinced that it's a perfect place for uh, horrible things to occur. Yes. Where like a murderer could just wander around. You're like, oh, this is a joke. And then they're right. not and joking. Um, but that same feeling of when you're in a haunted house and you're in complete darkness mm-hmm. and you're going through a maze um, of just darkness and like trying to feel against the walls. Like I don't, I don't like that. No, me neither. I don't like that no, at all. No, thank you. That's not fun for me. You know what's fun for me? Napping. That's fun. Uh- <laughs> Curling up. Yeah. Fetal position. Kevin, you're a cat. I am a cat. <laughs> I like to clean my fingernails with my teeth and tongue. You and love sleep. to have your back rubbed. That's true. Um, I love it when you feed me treats. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I get it. You, Tiffany puts out a little bowl of water and food for me every day. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's very nice. Unless I forget. I'm really sorry about those days. Well, that's when I cry a lot. Yeah. And walk up and down, pace up and down your body while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. These are all things Chloe does. <laughs> I also never forget to feed and water her. Yes, that is true. For the record, ASPCA... That's wonder where she was. She's on the bed. <laughs> She's so. on the bed. Uh, we've never forgotten. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm uh, other than like a haunted house wall situation where you're walking through pitch blackness. I don't, I don't think I've ever been in a maze. And I think maybe no. for me, um, I am a bit more of a planning person. Mm-hmm. I like to see the whole picture before I take action. Yeah. And and maybe that's my difficulty. You're like, excuse me, proprietor of this fun house. May I have the blueprint so I can see the route? Give me the map. <laughs> I need to know if I need to go left or right. And no mistakes can be had. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be very hard on myself and upset. <laughs> Aww. I will just throw myself into a cacti and begin again. Oh, I think we're not thrill seekers in that sense of like fun houses and that kind of thing or bungee jumping. We're not like adrenaline. Like those are, these are like adrenaline activities. I don't think that's us because interacting with world day to day is enough adrenaline rush for me. (laughs) That takes a lot of bravery. Oh, the highs and lows of rush hour traffic. (laughs) (laughs) The highs and lows of 
people of just walking from my car into work. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a delight! What a roller coaster of emotion that is every morning. <laughs> I think I don't know. I um I I feel like a maze might be a little bit different for me though. Yeah. I I don't know. It's more um, of a problem solving situation than a scared like. Unless you're, unless they turn the lights off and they sh- close the shop and you're still in there. I don't think I would enjoy a maze in the dark, but I think no. I could do like a hedgerow maze. Yeah. Um, a cactus maze is a little scary for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Mostly because like I'm a klutz and if I fall into a cactus, I'm going to be real sad about it because I have been poked by a cactus before and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like I feel like we do, we're not people that like normally would trip over our own feet while walking, but that's the place where it would happen. That seems like all the circumstances together where that would happen. Yeah. yeah like I would fall face first into a maze of and cactus then, and I'd look be like that pinhead guy from Hellraiser afterwards. My image was that I would be a dog that attacked a porcupine. <laughs> yes. The equal. Yeah. Equal in, in description. Exactly. Of accuracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like them. I don't like this. I don't like maze. I don't like, I guess I can see the maze is more of like a problem solving activity in that you're not, there's not things jumping out at you. Yeah. If there was stuff jumping out at you, fuck no. I don't mm. want any part of that. Just rattlesnakes occasionally. Mm, nope. <laughs> not doing it. Um, <laughs> good to I, uh, I, um, I don't think that that would happen. I think it's supposed to be just like a a fun thing to do, like a daytime activity. Yeah, and and if you're doing it with someone you trust, then I mean, they, there's there's no like you must use a blindfold, but mm-hmm. they they encourage that mm. as part of the joy of doing this activity. I don't think I would like that part either. I don't think I would like guiding. You trust someone. me. No, I would, but I still wouldn't like being blindfolded like that. I just don't think I'd like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think I'd be, I think that would get my anxiety going. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be the director because I wouldn't want to like screw up somehow and like cause pain. Aww. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, directing people, uh, here, I, I remember um, many years ago when I was at uh, Chase, Washington Mutual, uh, we had the, there was like, a, there's like a Chase mascot. That's like a bear or something like that. But they were, and they were sending this costume around to all the sites for people to wear. Ooh. And I don't, I don't Did know. Did they clean it in between? You know, I don't know. I forget what that part looked like. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. All I can think of is uh, <laughs> the dancing bear from Mean Girls, the musical. <laughs> They're both in the costume. So the, the, the chase mascot thing was coming to our location and somebody volunteered to wear it and they volunteered me or they asked me if I would guide them because you needed to have someone walk with them <laughs> to guide them throughout the building because you can't quite see it. You're, it's, you're wearing like a big costume. Like you would see like at an amusement park or like, yeah. a, or like a team you yeah. know, sporting events. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. So this guy, John put on this bear costume and I saw him change into it, which was frightening. Um, and then I had to kind of be his like host for the day and like guide him around the build and take him to all the different areas and make sure he was like going up and down the stairs. Okay. And kind of point out where things were. And I was having like a lot of panicky moments, even though I was not in the costume because I was worried that I was going to cause him to trip. And I felt, I felt a level of responsibility I didn't want. And that was when you realized you never wanted to be a father. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely 
right. <laughs> like that just caused so much panic that day walking around with this and it shouldn't have been. It should have just been fine, but mm-hmm. but to me it was like, "Oh man, what if what if John falls down? It's my fault because I don't point out something or like I made it into such a big fucking to-do." I think that is uh, you listening to the anxiety that's carried around with you and you're like, don't mess up. Like, yeah, yeah. You, this person's going to get hurt and it's going to be all your fault. Yeah, that is what, that fucking anxiety has been guiding my life. Uh-huh. It's so dumb. It's because you're such a caring person. Oh, I know, but I got to stop listening to that monster. Yeah. That chase mascot monster man but yeah, you know what john never got hurt right he did not get hurt yeah you did a good job I, and that's what you have to take out of it you're right thank you babe you're right mm-hmm. i see i was looking at it differently um but yeah i, I wonder if the suit had to go back and get cleaned in between i don't remember how oh that lord i hope so because he was not a i mean he was like a big guy i mean this thing was gonna smell after it was hot that's gross was, faces uh, there's yeah. like there's no way that like spit did not get in there. oh no you know what i mean yeah, that's Mm-mm. disgusting. Mm-mm. That's disgusting. I don't like it. That's super gross. <laughs> so all in all, I think I think I'm about fifty fifty on doing this cactus maze, mm-hmm. and you're just absolutely not. Yeah, I just don't like. I don't like. Would you it. do it not blindfolded? I would do it not blind. I don't like the blind. I don't like the blindfolded part. Okay, that bothers me. Okay. I don't know why. But uh, I would do it with you. Okay. But you know what? I would probably do it with the blindfold if you were there because, of course, I would trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be terrible if I was the guider of mm-hmm. the blind of you if you were blind if you were blindfolded. Um, I feel like I would. I'm not good at uh, decisions and direction, so I think I would really we would get lost in there. I think. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's just not my. I'm not good at that. Yeah. That's not my thing. Yeah. That's fair. But I would like to blindfold you though. I think that's I think that's one new thing we've learned. <laughs> I think I've always known that. Okay, so I <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're gonna be right back after these long messages. <laughs> uh headline number three. Ah yes, changing the subject. Uh headline number three, criminal Dressed as old lady, unsuccessfully uses a rascal scooter to get away. You know, I think this is full commitment to the character. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to blend in. Maybe it was like a a crime committed somewhere in like Florida or on a cruise ship where there's lots of rascal scooters. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that would be an unsuccessful attempt to get away if you're on a rascal scooter and on a cruise ship. (laughs) But you just you just drive into a crowd of other (laughs) rascals. Oh yeah, that too. (laughs) Maybe it's a aquatic rascal. (laughs) It turns into like a little. Boat. There's a little aquatic <laughs> rascal. <laughs> Seals. Nature's aquatic rascals. <laughs> That's really <laughs> aquatic rascals. <laughs> At first 
first I imagined like when you said aquatic rascal, I I imagined like a plank, and I imagined just like it like zoom like right off, and it just like drops immediately. But there's also like a whole scuba scuba suit involved. You know what I mean? Oh, that's really funny. But seals like oh, that man. that long uh, that long uh, flagpole on the back is actually like a snorkel. <laughs> It's actually a snorkel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what it's for. That's it. That's the purpose of uh-huh. it. <laughs> Aquatic rascals. That's really funny. Um, yeah, it's an interesting idea to try to get away. Uh, but you're right. Probably not the ship. Probably not the best example. Um I'm guessing Florida has a probably a lot of rascals per capita. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I like your idea of it. <laughs> <laughs> just like getting lost into like a crowd of rascals yeah and the cops are like which one of you caused the crime <laughs> i'm not talking to copper <laughs> they're all blue-haired old ladies <laughs> now what <laughs> huh 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 because they can't hear right. You know what they say, snitches need the hip replacements. <laughs> now get out of here, <laughs> shakes her cane. <laughs> Why do you have a cane if you're on a rascal? Don't worry about it. Sometimes I got to stand. <laughs> Sometimes I got to stand. <laughs> uh, I can't. We like, should all be taking a stand. <laughs> at least once in a while. Uh, I look forward to a time when I can just lay down most of the day. Yeah, this is a very inventive criminal dressing like an old lady. I wonder what they were. I wonder what. If, so, is it like a like someone walked into like a bank dressed as like Mama from Mama's Family? Is what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Give me all your money," and they're like, "Vicky Lawrence, is that you? I know we haven't really seen you for a while." Like, jeez. Um, and then there's like a running rascal outside. <laughs> yeah. Or someone driving it. Maybe it's like a situation where there was like an old, another old person on the rascal. And then the robber is riding side bitch. Get right, it? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take off, take off. And they just dive into yeah, the sidecar. Yeah. Or they jump on the back and like wrap their arms around. Uh-huh. I like that idea too. Yeah. But I like the idea of just like a, they just leave their own running rascal outside. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine it's haphazardly parked on the sidewalk. Yes. <laughs> like like they were in the roadway, but then they just like kind of just like drove up. So it's facing the wall, but it's still running. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to take time to, to park it perfectly legally if you're going to be doing uh, yeah. nefarious criminal yeah. activity. You need a license to drive one of those, right? Right. Right. You don't want your license suspended. I mean, no. come on. I mean, you're, come a, on. you're a criminal. You're not a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how, I mean, uh, like uh, I feel like whenever we see crimes like locally on TV, people aren't being that uh, inventive with their disguises. No, they just go in their full normal face. Just gonna walk in with a full normal face, maybe a baseball cap. Yeah. But uh, not really taking a lot of time to disguise themselves, and those people are always caught. I think we, I think criminals really need to step it up. There's lots of available prosthetics out there you can get, makeup. Yeah. Uh, tutorials. You uh-huh. can really. You know, make yourself look unique. Like another person. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you're right. This person had the right idea of going in full commit with a disguise, um, but maybe just didn't execute the getaway car in the best way possible. Yeah, they thought of everything but the getaway. Maybe they thought they would just um, blend in with the society yeah. around them if they, if they had a... 
a rascal rather than a car. So, like, no one's going to pull me over if I look like a little old lady just driving on a rascal. Right. Why would I be going so slow? Right. With a bag of money, bag of, uh, a bag from the bank with money flying out of it. What if, what if the, the plan was to steal it from one bank as the old lady and then do a quick costume change <laughs> and then go to another bank and deposit it? Oh, that could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be. But what happened, the woman, the person jumped on the the rascal, started going five miles an hour away. Mm-hmm. A cop then ran over and then commandeered another rascal mm-hmm. from someone, pushed an old person off. I need this f- official police work. Uh-huh. Hopped on the rascal, then started chasing them in slow motion. Yeah. To the next bank. I think that's exactly how I it would work out. I mean, you you need the, the, the uh, uh, chase to be fair. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> That's just how our police force is. You mm-hmm. know, they're, they're all about fairness. Yeah. You know, if someone uh, is uh, using a... I don't know. Uh, you're right. They, they will always try to equal in measure their response mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah, right? that's totally what they would that's, do. <laughs> that's definitely what... Uh, what policing has has been known for over the last few years. <laughs> fairness. <laughs> Absolute fairness. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I like the idea that this person probably does look like Vicki Lawrence from Mama's <laughs> right. Family. That's all I can imagine With, like, now. like a, a string of pearls uh-huh. and like a little shawl. Uh-huh. And one of those like flowery dresses that, like my grandma would wear. I imagine a big oversized purse as mm-hmm. well. Like those white sort of orthopedic mm-hmm. shoes. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Glasses on a chain. Mm-hmm. Chain mail glasses. Yeah. <laughs> chain mail. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Chain mail? Chain mail glasses? Is that what you said? No, they're not called that, but I but I made that term up. Oh. Like chain mail is like the chain that like kind of protective chain people would wear. Like night, like knights would wear. Not knights, but like a chain shirt. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's chain mail. Okay. Yeah. Not chain mail, like, like a letter. That's y- different. Yeah. That's what I was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> so mama which, what mama would do is take a letter mail it to two friends right they would then have to turn and send it to five friends uh-huh <laughs> and then everyone ends up rich and then somehow everyone ends up rich i don't know how it worked or what people thought was going to happen it never happened still waiting on my check mama still be waiting <laughs> <laughs> i loved mama's family growing up oh my gosh me too such a great show that was like the um I guess that was kind of how I discovered Vicki Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, me too. A thing. And then I discovered Carol Burnett. Isn't oh, okay. that weird? Yeah, I think I probably did the same. I was on the same trajectory of mm-hmm. uh, of that stuff. Because I would watch old shows like that, and I was like, oh, this is so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so silly. And then, you know, I ended up watching a bunch of other old shows and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, Mama's Family, so good. Yeah, I still really love it. I mean, watching it now is probably like going to be a bit of a letdown, but... Mm-hmm. As most things are, like they're just uh, the the right moment in More time. More campy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but still a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I think this is very inventive. I like I appreciate the inventiveness of this uh, of this criminal. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what they were. I mean, we're assuming they're robbing from a bank, but it could be another type of uh, crime they could have been committing. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you're committing like a more of could have been a, a convenience store. Yeah, maybe it was more of like a like could a could have been a nursing home instead of like a stick up situation. Maybe it was more of like a um, like a like a th- like a like a what do you call it 
when you steal stuff from a store. Stealing from a store. Like a shoplifting situation. Mm -hmm. Could have Mm -hmm. been something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe it was probably more of a crime like that that would be... Because I think if you went in guns a-blazing into a into a uh, a bank uh-huh and then you your getaway is like a, a scooter you might as well just hop on a unicycle and try to get away from that's the cops. Like, right yeah you screwed you have not put enough planning into the escape route but no one's gonna suspect a little lady who maybe has a little too much uh weight in her purse than what when she came in true and if the pol- well and if the police are alerted to the the bank they may not know a description of what they're looking for, and they may see like an old lady walking out and run right past her. Ma'am, did you see so and so? He went that away. Get him, boys. <laughs> oh, I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it was like walking through a cactus maze. It was so frightening. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Where is home? Can you call my son? <laughs> Will you be my son? Shine. <laughs> um. Yeah, I uh, I think it had to have been like a, a more of a shoplifting thing. Could have been uh, mm-hmm. maybe some stuff being tucked up under that dress. Uh huh. And then driving away slowly. Yeah, you can easily get caught if you're trying to steal a 50 inch TV under a dress. <laughs> That's one big dress, Mama. <laughs> you know what I've seen recently, and I, I hate to. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know if this is. I'm. I'm assu- I guess I'm assuming things here. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've seen a lot of young people on like the motorized shopping carts at stores. Yeah. And I don't know if they really need them. I, th- I feel like they're they like, just, just taking advantage of cool. them. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, like I don't know. I, I'm just getting that sense because mm-hmm. it seems to be a, a, like a group, sometimes like groups of people mm-hmm. driving around the store that seem to be okay. And again, I it could just be me. Yeah. But it just feels like there's a, a difference between when you see that and like a, Maybe like an older person. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. But it just gives me a funny feeling that people are just like, eh, why don't I just drive this thing around too? I think they're absolutely taking advantage of that. Yeah, I think that really sucks. Yeah. Especially if like someone has like a... Like someone shows up to the store and they're they're all being used by some yeah teenage jerks yeah who doesn't have a broken foot right or right who doesn't need to rely on crutches or rely on a cane or can't walk for long right. periods of time or has yeah. a, or, or has lived with a serious uh, thing that is they've never been able to yeah you know be able to kind of you know it just bothers me yeah it might stupid. just get old it might just be crotchety <laughs> <laughs> they could be, maybe these kids needed them maybe they did have issues shoes or something that i doubt it i i i, I know I, my gut yeah. tells me they were just jerks yeah that bothers me man i feel like the store should um well i'm i mean i'm sure there's a a fine point where the store right. can't interfere because you can't confront them because be like, you what's can't your problem? see a problem doesn't mean it doesn't exist right and we're calling it a problem maybe it's not a problem maybe it's just how someone is right right you well know? yeah that's you know what, what i mean i mean like don't want to ailment offend. i guess is the better term sure not yeah. a problem yeah yeah but yeah you can't just be like okay let me see what your let me see some paperwork here let me see your paperwork yeah let me see your uh, medical alert bracelet <laughs> let me see your apple watch <laughs> yeah i guess you can't do that but i feel like you should be able to yeah <laughs> if you're skeptical i think you're allowed to ask i think you're allowed to ask no i don't think so and if you're under like 18 and you're not accompanied by an adult i feel like you can be questioned yeah <laughs> that might be a good option i yeah. think if you're if you're not accompanied by an adult and you clearly are like 15 years old and you're going around in a store like that yeah. maybe 
maybe it's okay to be like, do you really need this? Because mm-hmm. there, there's someone up front who really who needs could use this. it, right? Yeah. I remember being uh, many years ago. I remember being at Walmart. You know the store Walmart? You familiar with that place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, we live in a, t- a little town where uh, there used to be a guy named Dancing Derek. Uh, he was a guy that would stand on the corner dancing. That was why they called oh, him yeah. Dancing Derek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that guy or he, seeing that guy. Yeah. He w- there was a show called So You Think You Could Dance on the Fox, New- Fox, on the Fox News Channel. <laughs> Hosted by Sean Hannity. You oh, think you can dance. Lord. Um, but he was on that show uh, because of his dancing. He mm-hmm. did He did not make it past the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a local legend for a few years. He, was, he would just be standing, like I said, just standing on the corner dancing. Big to do. But anyway, we were at Walmart one night and Dancing Derek was riding in one of those motorized carts. And you know damn well he doesn't need it. I see him dancing all the time. All the time for no reason. Yeah. So I was like, I know that guy, but what do I say? What am I going to say? Yeah. You know, I'm in no position of authority. I am a wimp. The best thing you can do is uh, judge with conviction. Yes. Judge with silent conviction. That yeah. is well, that's how I was raised. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Tiffany, uh, I believe one of these headlines is a real story from this past week. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the criminal dressed as the old lady. I feel like this is something that would be possible and something that I could see a headline on the internet of. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Kevin, that is a fake headline. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Uh, good job. But, uh, Thank you. Also, screw you. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. Um, how about uh, Vampire System? Uh, well, Kevin, that is a real headline. Ah, okay. All right. Vampire Soul Star System. So great. Now I do need to be worried about the universe being swallowed at any moment by a vampire. No. Well. Not today anyway. Well, all right. Please tell me more. Okay. So this is from a CNN world.com. <laughs> Um, I did see this uh, at a few different news sources. Um, I think BBC was one of them. Mm. But I, I love the wording on this one. Gorging was yeah, was a, gorging. a word that I really, it appealed to me. <laughs> Vampire star system shows one star gorging on another. Although NASA's planet hunting Kepler mission ended in 2018, astronomers are still finding surprises in the data provided by the space telescope. One of those surprises included the unexpected finding of a white dwarf star that's draining the life from its own, from its brown dwarf star companion. Ryan Ridden Harper, a postdoctoral fellow at Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> I love that postdoctoral it's fellow. <laughs> I, I love that it's called Space Telescope University. <laughs> like, it's like, Thank you. What do we call our? What do we call this place? How about the? Space Telescope Institute because yeah. we have a space telescope. <laughs> Sounds good. Great idea, John. We'll uh, we'll keep it. <laughs> uh, he developed a program called Kepler K two Background Survey during his PhD at Australian National University. It analyzes every single pixel of archival Kepler data for sudden jumps in brightness. Uh, in in brightness, Ridden said. Uh, he created it because Kepler's data became messy after a failed component on the telescope failed in 2013. Oh, I do remember that. 
He and his colleagues were searching for extremely rapid explosions outside of our galaxy that might exist in, for only a few hours, he said. These events are theoretical, but with data from Kepler and NASA's latest planet hunter, Tess, it's possible to search for them. Hmm. Then they captured something unexpected in a star system about 3,000 light years away. That's funny that you use 3,000 miles away or 300,000. I think you used like 3,000 for some reason when you were using ideas of how far away certain things were. Oh, really? I think you did. Yeah. Uh, then they captured something unexpected in a star system about 3,000 light years away from us close to the constellation Scorpius. The data revealed an event from the initial hours it began and the 30-day period as it unfolded of intense brightening in a system including a white dwarf and a brown dwarf. Um, which I didn't even know were uh, things that existed in the solar system, the brown dwarf star or planet and the white dwarf planet. I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. those were things. And then there's Tim Conway's dwarf too. It was a whole <laughs> other thing. Uh <laughs> when a sun-like star <laughs> dwarf on astronomy <laughs> <laughs> that's very silly when a sun-like star reaches the end of its life and burns through all of its fuel it puffs up to form a red giant and blasts out about half its mass <laughs> that's how i want to go too <laughs> <laughs> i just want to puff up and blow out all my yeah, mass yeah that's it <laughs> he's blowing all of his mass he's ready he's to going. go oh Godspeed, Kev. You were great. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love this next line. (laughs) Okay. Nearby planets and asteroids became consumed by the blast. (laughs) (laughs) Better than concerned. (laughs) Straight up consumed. (laughs) Consumed by the blast, a series of unfortunate videos I made in college. How am I going to get through the rest of this paragraph? A blazing white... (laughs) A blazing hot white dwarf is left behind. (laughs) Otherwise known as your skeleton. (laughs) And any planets and asteroids that survived move farther out because the star no longer has the same gravitational pull on them. Oh. White dwarfs cool slowly as they age. (laughs) Is that true, (laughs) Mini-Me? Brown dwarfs are considered failed stars oh, oh. that look more like planets. In this case, the brown dwarf is 10 times less massive than the dense white star, white dwarf. Okay, so this is the vampire part. This rare event was a super outburst from a dwarf nova, which can be thought of as a vampire star system, Ridden hmm. Harper said. The incredible data from the Kepler reveals a 30-day period in which the dwarf nova rapidly becomes 1,600 times brighter before dimming quickly and then gradually returning to normal brightness. The spike in brightness was caused by material stripped from the brown dwarf that's being coiled around the white dwarf star disk. Hmm. Um, That disk uh, reached up to about 21,000 degrees Fahrenheit at the peak of the super outburst the observation is likely one of many serendipitous serendipitously observed by kepler while it was staring at parts of the sky and it could reveal new insights about the physics behind such super bright outbursts we've seen so many stars as they explode the secret lives of black holes (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) you know my porno (laughs) and now things previously missed the vampire star 
that had been lurking in the darkness of space. Oh. Uh, this discovery of dwarf of this dwarf Nova was unexpected since it was not what we were searching for, but provided excellent data and new insights of these vampire star systems. Also, I just got done reading twilight and I just maybe put a weird spin on this whole thing that maybe doesn't <laughs> exist. <out> <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. Uh, combining the results from Kepler and Tess will allow a unique perspective on the, uh, for the researchers to determine new phenomena that occur quickly. Uh, this will give us the best understanding of the most rapid explosions in the universe, he said. Along the way, we might discover some rare events that no other telescope can find. So basically, there is, there is a picture of this, um, which I thought was really compelling. And you see the brown dwarf and the white dwarf and, and kind of... Um, it's like they have a connecting tail where you can kind of see where one is kind of engulfing the other, Kev. Oh. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Isn't that weird? That's weird and kind of hot. Tail to tail. tail. It's it's not Avatar. Oh. <laughs> that but is kind of interesting. Is that, yeah. a, is that just a simulation of what they assume this looks like or is that the... Yeah, I would assume that yeah. one is, yeah. Because like, like as you were reading, a lot of it is just, a, it's like an interpretation of data and not so much yeah. something observed on like a video mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we don't have cameras out there that can transmit back, I don't think. So what they're seeing is just like explosions of a series of brightness that they assume has to do with one star kind of dying off and yeah. then the consumption of another, I guess. Right, right. Which very well could be what's happening. I trust mm-hmm. science, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's fascinating that people are able to take data and reach that conclusion with it, mm-hmm. where I would just be like, mm, I don't know, maybe someone turned a light switch on or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Tiff. Oh, great job. That was yeah. A thank you. Story. I, uh, these some, headlines were very fun. We had some interesting stories this week. It was very oh, good. Yeah. As usual. Of science. Course. We love Science. It's the best. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out on uh, social media. Until next time, you can reach us uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. Also on Twitter at FakeHeadPod. And you can also go to FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com for all archives of our show. You can also go to anchor.fm slash fake headlines podcast where you can leave us a message and make a donation. You and should I'll, probably leave us a voice message. Yeah. We got to check our voicemails. We haven't checked our voicemails yet. We'll see what we got out there. Yeah. Let it talk to us. Yeah. Let's know what's going on, man. You, you all hear our voices all the time. We want to hear yours. Let's hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to write a stinking email. Why don't, why don't you just leave us a voice yeah. message? It's leave so vo- fun. Leave us a voice message with your ASL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, go on to Apple Podcasts if you listen to us there. And uh, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Make sure you subscribe because it's the best way for people to find us. We, we want to keep uh, making these podcasts for you guys. So... Um, tell your friends. Yeah, and uh, take advantage of our sponsored uh, things that we have. We have uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. You can use uh, fake headlines uh, for one free month of uh-huh. Stitcher Premium. Uh huh. And then we also have uh, Audible, which is really great. So you should take advantage of that. Yes, as well. and you've heard those commercials earlier because <laughs> they'll be inserted. <laughs> inserted. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.